Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Half a Nice Day podcast with your host Joshua and me. And before we begin, just a very very warm happy new year to everyone. Happy new year everyone. May this year bring you lots of joy, prosperity, love, whatever all those good stuff. Laughter. All the good stuff from us. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Everything. We hope that you had a good New Year's Eve celebration with your loved ones. Yeah. And if you were at Burj Khalifa, let us know how that was. (laughs) I think there were less people now because they, I don't know if you saw the picture, they marked squares next to each other for social dis. I wonder how it worked though. Yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty sure still a billion people went. You know what? Tita Tin went. Oh, yeah? Yeah. We'll ask her. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to Atatin. <laughs> Tita Tin. <laughs> From Hello Mamster Show. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're done? <laughs> You're done? We're, we're done giving all the shout outs we needed to do. But yeah, this episode so. is, is a really cool episode. We're just going to wrap up our 2020, our personal preferences on what we actually enjoyed. Yeah. Like, I don't know why you guys would be interested <laughs> with that topic, but maybe it's... Some of them you've also enjoyed during the year of 2020. It's weird, the year of 2020, because we're not in it anymore. It was the year of the rat, by the way. Yeah, and now it's the year of the ox. No, it's the year of the goat, Ata. The greatest of all time. (laughs) (laughs) Michael Jackson. (laughs) Well, he's also a goat, to be honest. Yeah, in the musical world. Yeah, but this is yeah. I think maybe it's a way for us just to be more relatable because our mm-hmm. surveys show that <laughs> one in four people cannot relate to our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Where did you get that stats I from? I made it up. <laughs> As how I did with all my papers in school, <sighs> all the facts like I mean, it's like cited by Joshua. Oh my gosh! But all of the other facts that we have here and that we've actually said in the previous episodes those are true guys no those are all improv facts those are researched by me so anything that comes out of my mouth you can trust yeah you know it's legit i can't i can't say otherwise though yeah for me (laughs) i just make up as i go to make me seem smarter (laughs) (laughs) one in four people (laughs) 10.5 percent the earth has 90 billion people as we speak (laughs) What are you talking about? <laughs> Overpopulation is a real problem, guys. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so let's go through I'm trying to look for my phone because that's where I put all of the answers. And I don't know where it is. <laughs> it was here. It was here. You stole it. No, I did not. You stole it to there it is. See? You stole it. To yeah, sabotage. I am a sofa now, yeah. It's in the cracks of the sofa and I stole it. <laughs> Because he kept on moving and it fell. So it's still your fault. Yeah, but you don't, you can't arrest me for something like that. <laughs> shall we go ahead? We shall. So, our first one is our favorite movie of the year. Yeah. And a lot of good movies were actually released. Some of them have been actually postponed till next year. Mm-hmm. But a movie that I really enjoyed was actually two movies. What? So, one that was actually released, I think it was released this year, is Was It Parasite? That was mine as well. Okay, but I'm not going to talk about Parasite, but I really okay. enjoyed it thoroughly. It was like, released in 2019, actually. Okay. But we watched it together in 2020. Okay. Yeah. So maybe I'll just leave that to you. But the movie that I absolutely, absolutely loved 
was Inglorious Bastards. Which I haven't seen. Yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna we're gonna put a peep. I don't know what Bastards is if it's hmm. if it's not um okay for everyone to hear, but is I, it a bad word? No, it just means one without a father. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, because I don't it, know, but people have used it to to insult people these days, I mm-hmm. guess. Yes, but but the movie. Okay, which which was set in like Nazi Germany and the Second World War, I think, okay. was about a group of Jews who tried okay. to take over the Nazi regime, throw Adolf Hitler away from his his throne, uh, his throne, his iron throne, I guess. Mm-hmm. And the amazing thing is, of course, it was directed by Quentin Tarantino, so okay. that's also a big bonus. But there's multiple storylines that also go on throughout the movie, and but everything is somehow interconnected as well. Hmm. And has everything. It has a mixture of comedy, like really dope violence. Of course, what you expect from Quentin Tarantino, but uh, amazing storyline. And I was always really fascinated about history and World War One and Two. Yeah. And this is just a group of Jews who decided to take matters into their own hands and and really give Hitler what he deserved Ooh. and all his aliases and all his. Is, is is there um is there a uh, an action to it as well? So much action. Okay. Yeah, that's mainly the main reason also why I wanted a baseball bat. I mean, I already have a baseball bat, but I'm just thinking that's such a cool weapon, guys. It, it really goes unnoticed. Wait, so they used a baseball bat in this? Movie? Yeah, there was a character there. I think he was called the uh, the Bear Jew. Okay. And his weapon of choice was a baseball bat, and he actually showed like him smashing people's skulls, and which is really morbid for some people. I know. Okay. But it was really dope. Okay. Like, yeah, of course, when you're out of guns and ammunition and stuff, you just... Mm. You use a baseball bat. Yeah. And that's why you own one. Yes. You got inspired by this In movie. case there is a World War Three, and I'll be ready. To smash people's I'm already skulls. hairy, so I'm already a bear as it is. So <laughs> I'll just be like the Christian bear. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, true. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, it's an overall really good movie. I remember watching it a few years ago. But during lockdown this year, that's when I decided to revisit it. Mm. Since they're on Netflix, so everyone, anyone who actually oh, wants so it's to, on Netflix. it is on okay, Netflix. So I'm yeah. gonna watch it. Okay, for sure, you have okay. to. Okay, but it is uh, something I really, really enjoy during lockdown. And there's a part of me, you know, when you enjoy something really well and like it's coming to an end, I'm like, oh, man, what am I gonna do now? Mm. I had that moment. I'm like, should I pause it now and just watch it again in the future, like the last half of it? But I'm like, no, let me just get it over and done with and it was it really delivered and i'm really glad that movies like this are out yeah okay it's rated really high by joshua so 11 out of 10 wow and three in four people say that is their favorite movie in all time really no and i made it up (laughs) i shouldn't have (laughs) janine first of all makes fun of me for making my own statistics and when i do it she's like oh wow Amazing. I'm so gullible. <laughs> you know, 75% of really? the po- world's population, other than 90 billion people. Gosh. Get a grip. Stop saying wrong stats, okay? People are watching this and be like, oh, there are 90 billion people. Yeah. How many people are there on 7.3 billion people. Yo, you know your stats. I know my world Is population. 7.3 7. or higher? I guess it's higher. We're almost 8. No? Mm. Am I making stuff up? Maybe. Well, your first, your first like, uh, clue should be me answering that so fast. I know, right? Because when you said 7.3, I was like, mm, is that real? 
of the world. Let me see how close I am. 7.5. See, I told you. A little bit higher than that. Yeah. Okay. No, oh, it says 2018. So even more. Oh, 7.7 now. See, we're closer yeah. to 8. Cool. So I'm like... 8 billion mark. Awesome. Okay, you've spoken a lot about one movie, so it's my turn to say what mine You're is. You're excited. Okay, was it Parasite? No, so I have Parasite as well, just because as an Asian woman, I'm so proud that this movie won the Academy Award. First time a foreign movie won. Exactly. Yeah. So that's so, 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 so amazing. It's such a great feat that Asian, that the Asian community, you know, celebrate. Um, so I wanted to put that as a, a special mention. Very good. And my best movie, which I've seen a couple of months ago, and it was also released in 2020. It's a Netflix original film. It's Enola Holmes. Oh, the, the Sherlock Holmes yeah, so Sher- daughter? No, sister. Sister, yeah, so yeah. So yeah. she is Sherlock Holmes' sister. Um, it is based off of a book that was written... think by nancy something i don't know nancy drew (laughs) and it's such a (laughs) it's such a a nice story it's quite light but what i like about it is women empowerment y'all for such a young a young woman to go out on her own i'm I'm not going to spoil a lot of you know uh, what's in the movie but it was really well made Um, really good actors and actresses in the movie. Um, and the storyline was just really good. The actor is from uh, Stranger Things, right? That girl? Yeah, the Drake's girl girlfriend. Drake's girlfriend? Yeah, he was trying to hit on her or something like okay. that. Yeah. Drake, like the rapper? No, Drake the, the no, bathroom wait. mug. Drake the rapper was yeah. trying to hit on her? Yeah. She's like 11 years old. Me too, right? It's another me too. No, is that real? Yeah, he talks to her every day. I don't know if as like a, as a, as an older brother kind of role or like, I love you. That is weird. That's very weird, right? Okay. Yeah. She's very young. Super young. And he's like, what, 40? I think he's like 44. Yeah. He still looks like he's not 44, but that's not okay. Yeah. I don't know if she's past 18. She's probably past 18. You know, she has her own skincare line, by the way. Really? Yeah. So good. She has her own skincare line. Okay, then that Flor- is really... Florence by Mills, something like that. Yeah, what's her name? Mil- Mindy, Mil- Millie? Millie, Millie, Bobby, something? Uh, Bobby, Millie, Lee. Something like that. <laughs> I don't know if we're making stuff up. <laughs> Millie something. She's really good. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. her mom is... What is that girl's name? Bellatrix Lestrange. What? From Harry Potter. The wife of uh, the wife of um, you're acting like I know who's this guy who does really good movies of of animated things, but gory Pixar. animated things. No, oh Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His wife. Huh. Huh. Tim Burton's daughter is Millie Brown. <laughs> What are you saying? Okay. Tim Burton. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Our favorites. We don't know anything about it. Tim Burton's wife. I know her by her name. I, by her name, in the Harry the Potter. the bride of something. It's yeah, called. yeah, yeah. Tim Burton's wife, Lena Gisiki. No, Gisiki. no, sorry, that's a different wife. <laughs> Lena Bonham Carter. Sorry, guys, these guys have a lot of wives. That was his wife until the ni- until 1991. Lena Bonham Carter. 
is yeah that's her okay yeah oh oh they broke up in 2014 <laughs> anyway ex-wife this is there the problem go. with hollywood man. 900 but wives she is such an amazing actress like she's one of my favorites ever since harry potter she is amazing at what she does and she plays the role of the mother in the movie. harry potter's mom no, in the now I forgot my favorite. Why are you in Nola crying? Holmes, in Nola Holmes. Okay, movie. okay, okay. So it was really good. And then, what's Superman? What's his name? Clark Kent. Not Clark Kent. There's a 900 Superman. What is his name? He plays, Christopher Reeves. No, no. He oh, play, um, the, the the latest one. The hairy chest guy. What's his name? <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown, that's her name. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's actually a producer. Whoa. Okay, Janine's... H- uh, Henry Cavill. Yeah, what happened? They're dating? No, he is Sherlock Holmes in the movie. Oh, yeah, 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 that I remember. And then Sam Claflin is Mycroft Holmes, which is the older brother. He's the king of the nerds now, you know? Is he? Henry Cavill. Yeah, he's in The Witcher. He's in... Oh, yeah, he's uh, He's Superman. He's yeah. Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, actually, that's really good. Yeah, everyone's like saluting to him, and he has his own gaming setup. I think he twitches. I think he does what? everything. Yeah, like twitches, like dance. No, he has epilepsy. <laughs> of course, he twitches <laughs> on live TV. <laughs> no, live streaming, live streaming—that's the term. Wow. Yeah. yeah, and he's really hot. <clears throat> yeah, he is actually he very is. hot. He's, he's very, very hot. hot okay, next best TV series. Most hottest guy. (laughs) (laughs) Henry Cavill. (laughs) Best TV show is you for me. Oh. No, like you. Watching you go about your day-to-day activities. Such a creepster. (laughs) (laughs) No, but... um, Now I know why I like you as a series. You're just like... Oh, shoot. So, so I really like you. Not you. The show. (laughs) Um... It actually came out in 2018. Second season came out the last week of 2019. And I only watched it in 2020. And I barely binge watch shows. I try to stay as much as I can away from... The season two, Netflix right? and everything, yeah. But then... Uh, not Netflix, but watching TV. I rather try to use that time into doing something more productive. Reading books or something. But this show is something I binged watch like crazy. I watched the first season. It's quite morbid. I so that's the thing say. I love about it. It's very morbid. It shows the side of a stalker, a stalker's mind. And the best part is the narration. Yeah. Like like the way it's shot, it's like, okay, just they zoom into Joe's face. I forgot. What's his name? What's his actor? What's his name? He's in Gossip Girl. Pen. Pen Badgley. Yeah. So him, his character there is Joe. And they just zoom into his face and he's just making like facial expressions. But there's a narration going on. And that's oh, the yeah, best part about it. Right. Like it shows the thought of a, of a guy who's who just wants to find love. Yeah. It's impossible for him, so he's taking matters into his own hands by by stalking them, unfortunately. Mm. But the way he does it, it, where it seems like everything's a coincidence. Yeah. Like, the reason I was in this in this place at this time is because I've been stalking you, and I know your patterns, and I know where you're going to be on a particular day and time. Which is so creepy. Which is so creepy, but the way that it shows a stalker is that he's innocent. He just mm. wants to find love. It shows that he has uh, mommy issues, which is why he's been craving for this attention growing yeah, up. Yeah, but parental issues is not an excuse no, but to become a, a serial killer. Bo- most serial killers actually You're right. yeah. do stem from yeah. broken homes and broken yeah, families. Yeah, like past and issues and And that's the reason why they... Apparently, there's a, there's a rule in psychology where it says that every, 
most of the things that happen to us growing up or our our characteristics and everything is from our parents the way they treated us at a certain point of life yeah, and how everything. We're, we're raised by our parents yeah. as well yeah exactly so overall if you guys haven't seen it this is my personal recommendation but you is a show to watch because it is quite heavy you cannot just watch one episode and leave it at that hmm. like what janine did apparently but it's something you have to watch continuous and really get into the flow and i really can't wait for season three is it coming out? Yeah. You know what I don't understand with this, what is it called? A t- TV show, with this TV show. He is a good looking guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. How come you're not able to find a girlfriend or love or whatever? It's not like he's no, but difficult to, you that's know. That's the reality of the world. See, looks will only get you the first date. But then if everything after that will Yeah, so then that means his personality is messed up. No, he was really good as a boyfriend, though. Whenever it was the lovey-dovey scenes, I'm like, this guy is nice. Like, he yeah, he really knows how to treat a woman <laughs> without yeah. stabbing them, of course. Yeah. But then... Uh, yeah, at one point, I was actually rooting for him. You yeah, know? that's the thing. I was rooting for him right? the whole time. Which is so weird because this guy is a bad guy in, in essence, you know? And the the TV show is so well written, so that well. It's it based on a book as well. On your heartstrings, at one point you're you're rooting for this stalker, and you want him to succeed. That's the thing. They show a stalker in the light that he's actually a normal person, but mm. obviously he made messed up decisions, and and it's really taken a toll on him. Yeah. And then it's coming back to him in a way like because it shows like a series of unfortunate events. Really, like oh, I. Because in season one, if you watch, he peed in a cup, but they never actually showed what happened to that. Oh, yeah. Because it yeah, was yeah. in the girl's house, which yeah. he murdered as well. Yes. So it's like small, stupid decisions that has led him to this point. That's true. And it just shows him, like, exactly, like, he's a stalker. He is, he is dangerous, what we describe as dangerous. But at the same time, we're rooting for him. And, like, I hope he finds love. I hope he gets what he, he really wanted as a child. Not deserves, because. Yeah, not, not deserves. I was going to say deserves, but yeah. then, yeah, what he wanted, actually. Yeah. Whatever he said. Yeah. But it's but but like what you said, it's even if he's a good looking guy, it doesn't always work like that. The world isn't that Yeah. That all that fairies and butterflies and everything. If you go on Tinder and Bumble and everything, you see half the girls are really attractive. Yeah. Why why are they there? Why was I there? Why were you there? <laughs> yeah, but I didn't stalk people to get love. Did I stalk you? You'll never know. Dun dun dun. Did you? <laughs> Did you know it was going to be that comedy show on the that particular date in 2020? No. I was invited. <laughs> By who? Atiima. Okay. <laughs> You're like, okay. I'll let this slide now. Okay. Fine, Let's see. Fine. Do you have a crazy dungeon where you murder people? No, I don't. That's creepy. Or is it? <laughs> <laughs> Are you you? <laughs> <laughs> so my best TV series. Well, I binge watched... Friends and The Office, which are, you know, classic. <coughs> white girl. <coughs> what, well, You is not a white girl TV series? Actually, it is. Mm-hmm. But I really, really loved this series that they just put out a couple of weeks ago. The Queen's Gambit. Oh, man. So good. So, so, so good. The way that it's written, the way that it's filmed, the, the cinematography. So good. Okay. The acting. So good. So it's a show about chess and it's the best it's show. It's a show about chess. You, you, who would have thought that a show about chess would be interesting? 
Because people think that chess, chess is such a boring game. It is. But it was actually a really good, really, really good TV series, mm. I must say. Um, I have I have a... Well, I actually have two fun facts about it. So Heath Ledger, before he passed away, had planned a film, film adaptation. So it's actually based on a book. So it's a book. So a book about chess, no a one is ever going to read that. It's like the most two boring things Actually, ever. Actually, a lot of people, I think, read that. Huh. If Heath Ledger read it, then it means a lot of people read the book. That is true. Or a series of books. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, before he died, he wanted to do a film adaptation on the, the Queen's Gambit. And um, it, has, it has been viewed by 62 million people. That's half of the world. Yeah. <laughs> From ninety billion to thirty-one million, (laughs) I can't with you. So the producer Alan Scott is on BBC News talking about how it took him thirty years, with nine rewrites, and every studio he showed it to said that no one would be interested in chess. So people are like, "Please persevere with that thing that you're making because good things take time." Yeah. So imagine nine rewrites, and every single studio he showed the the plan to no one said you know it's actually a good movie or a good tv series exactly and then netflix picked it up and it became a hit it's so 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 good so if you haven't seen it guys i actually binge watched it oh so you finished it i finished it oh really i didn't know that yeah i did okay and it takes almost an hour for each i think oh it's one of those one hour shows yeah because it's a it's this um a short TV series. Mini, it was around, mini series. Around seven episodes, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But it was so beautifully written. Well, like act- actors and actresses, amazing. I have nothing else to say about it. Mm. It's just really good. But you know what my brother said about it? He said it is overrated. But he's a guy who's who, who's super passionate about chess. He mm. plays chess like four, three to four hours in a day. Yeah. So maybe he's because like... Obviously, it's he knows about the whole yeah. system and the program, and yeah, and so maybe it's like oh, it's overrated for me because mm. maybe he knows chess inside out, but for the common people like us, yeah, we would be like amazing, amazing, yeah. And the Queen's Gambit is actually a move in a chess. Move. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's one of the oldest moves that you can mm. play. My move in chess is just throwing the board when I feel like I'm losing. I'm like, oops. Yeah, so that's what you do when you play with your brother. No, I, I barely play with him, but... Because he's so good. <laughs> no, because I don't want him to feel bad that he lost to an amateur. <clears throat> oh, my gosh. Okay, next. Best podcast. I'll go first. Half a Nice Day podcast. You can rate <laughs> and review us on Apple Podcasts. Well, besides Half a Nice Day podcast, which to me is the best podcast ever oink oink you're being biased okay go i know my favorite podcast of course is the michelle obama podcast (laughs) (laughs) he knows he was already mouthing them (laughs) i just love 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 michelle obama and i am so sad that she stopped it but why did she stop it did you ever find out no i was trying to look over reddit or some people i don't know i don't know i don't know what the reason is but she stopped it around september uh no she she put out i think around seven eight episodes but then she stopped maybe because she knows her fan base is people like you it was actually one of the top podcasts ever on spotify ever yeah huh yeah i don't know what happened 
But anyway, it was one of the best. Maybe she wanted to leave a legacy like that. Like, let me leave them at that. And then that's that's her exit. And then that's when everyone's like, (gasps) yeah, that's how like Seinfeld ended. That's how Friends ended. Like, even despite so many people wanting to uh, have like a season 11 of Friends. But they're like, like, no, this is how we ended. We don't want to end it on a high. Yeah. And we don't want to yeah, come back. Yeah, but the last episode wasn't like, I'm ending it. Okay. I don't know if I if I finished the whole... I think I didn't listen to the last podcast episode. Okay. Because I feel like I don't want to listen to it because I don't want to accept that she's ended the podcast, yeah, you know? I know that feeling. Like what I said about Inglorious Bastards, yeah? yeah. Like, and when I ever watch a TV show, I just want to end it at some point. So I know that, okay, there's still there's a little still bit something. of room for me to come back yeah. and like revisit it. And it's so good because Is she, it a solo podcast? Yes, but then she interviews people. So she interviewed President Barack Obama. I wonder how so she pulled that off. You she, like she lets you in her life. She interviewed her brother. So I I read her book as well, and so from the book itself, it already brings you in her personal life a little bit. So okay. it's really nice to you know hear from the perspective of the other people so like president barack obama her brother some of her really close friends she also interviewed a couple of her interns when she was at the white house oh really so so cool so again like women empowerment like you can do whatever you want to do and it's such a a light-hearted but very informative podcast that's amazing yeah. that's good i mean if that doesn't show my love for Michelle Obama, I don't or know. Or female empowerment. I think all your points were female empowerment. Queen's Gambit, the star role is a female. Just saying, Queen's Gambit, Enola Holmes, and Michelle Obama. Okay. And mine is best podcast. Mm-hmm. So mine, I have a favorite, one of my favorite comedians is Barbie Lee. And he started a podcast with Andrew Santino, who I didn't know about of in the beginning. Uh, I watched episode one and I wasn't impressed. Mm. And I stopped listening to it. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, this is not my cup of tea. I prefer, like, if it's a comedic duo on a podcast and I prefer The King and This Thing, of course. But then I, when I was speaking to my, uh, one of my really good friends, Anand, shout out to Anand. He told me about, like, it gets better. Like, obviously, like, the podcast gets better. Their flow gets, uh, like, much more improved and everything. And then yeah. I'm like, okay, let me give it another shot. And I'm not kidding. The best decision I made this year was to continue watching Bad Friends podcast because it delivers on every way possible. The improv, their their banter. It's actually... Re- I've seen a couple of snippets. So I've listened to the first episode. And I think another episode, because I wasn't that impressed with episode number one mm. as well. Um, but, but our Half a Nice Day podcast Instagram is actually following their Instagram. Yeah. So I see a couple of snippets and it's actually good. So good. Bobby Lee and Andrew Santino, their, their chemistry is... Is something which you don't see every day. And Andrew Santino, I didn't know him in the beginning. Mm. So is he a comedian as he's well? He's a comedian as okay. well. But he's like that angry comedian, you know, yeah. he portrays that. The like Red he's Hood. really yeah. yeah. He's called the Red Rocket. Oh. Okay. But he is, yeah, he's his name, like Slept King is Bobby Lee. Yeah. He's the Red Rocket. Okay. And I would hundred percent recommend if anyone wants a really good comedic podcast, but this is something you have to watch. I mm. wouldn't recommend listening into it like from Spotify or anything. I would recommend you spend oh, and yeah, sit they, down. They they have a YouTube yeah, channel and yeah. then they put out their episodes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and it's and it's really a lot of fun. And and they talk about Filipinas a lot, which I really love because their current assistant is Kalila's niece, Rudy. Yeah. Yeah, Rudy. Yeah. And she just Kalila's older sister's daughter, daughter, right? Yeah, and she calls Tita Bobby Lee, and it's and it's really cute. They speak about Filipinas. They spoke about that Filipino on. Um, Oh, what's that? That uh, 
engaged in 10 days what is that show um no neck eddie and and that the girl and rose so they got you know that that website cameo okay where you can get voice shout outs from these people yes. so they got rose and they said that uh, they were a couple who got married andrew santino and bobby lee and they have a kid in lithuania and they and they gave her all these really hard words to do oh no just to like just but they said that they really love her they really love her but they just wanted to make yeah get something funny for the yeah. podcast and she came back with a video and they played it on the show and it's she's like having a really big struggle like pronouncing those oh, words it was really funny her. though but but they really did love her like they really do love her and i think they wanted i because i'm really back when my podcast yeah but, but I really suggest everyone can give it a listen. It's it's really light. Yeah. You'll definitely laugh. And one of my top five podcasts ever. Side note, like Rose is doing really well. Actually, she has so many subscribers on YouTube. Oh, yeah? So much that she was actually able to rebuild her home. Uh, yeah. I never watched the show. I just yeah. know about the what happened in the situation with this neck, no neck, neck guy. Yeah. Yeah. No neck Ed. Sorry, not Eddie. No neck yeah. Ed. Yeah. I know. Yeah. He was mean to her. Hmm. It was bad. But it's all for the TV the, to get the ratings up, I guess. Yeah, yeah They always need someone who's going to play bad to cop. To spice it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. in reality TV, that's the, the way they make money and that's how they draw in people. Yeah. Okay, so best... Like, moving on, we'll go to now best song. I'm first. Yeah, best okay, song. Okay, this is the best song for me and it also showed on my Spotify wrapped. yeah. Uh, it's Love's Modern Loneliness. Yeah, you, you had to search. No, I didn't. I, I know him. Sing. He's my favorite singer. Okay, I don't, how do you pronounce like, his how name? How do you pronounce Love? And I'm like, maybe Love or lo- Love. And we actually research it, and it's we watch love. an interview. <laughs> my name is Love. I love love love. <laughs> what is he German or something like that? European. He's a white boy. Oh, he's a white boy. But but I really love the song. Give it a listen. It's what called is the song Modern again? Loneliness. Mm, oh, okay. What you want me to demonstrate? Modern loneliness. Um, no one asked you. Encore. Modern loneliness. What was the last <laughs> word you said? You don't get it, man. You're not lonely. <laughs> Are you just making up words now? <laughs> hey, eight and nine people really enjoyed this song, and it's on repeat in their Spotify. Where, where did you get this? No, no, but it, 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 no. I'll tell you, it has a very good meaning because it talks about social media and everyone feels connected. Hmm. Um, one of the lines is "modern loneliness." Um, oh, we're never now I alone, get it. but always loneliness. depressed. Yeah, oh, we're God. never alone, but always depressed. Oh, that's so. Nice. It means you can be, you can feel alone in a room full of people. And he talks about how he checks his views on his Instagram and his stories, and mm. he still doesn't feel content, even if there's people hitting him up, people who are looking out for him, but there's still a void inside him. That's a nice way to put it. Give it a listen. And I, I would suggest if you listen to it and if you have time, also watch the video because that's where it shows the the real oh, the masala video. of the of the whole the whole <laughs> so song. Indian, the real masala. <laughs> okay. My favorite song is from, of course, Hayley Williams. So she released an album in 2020 called Well, an album and her own band, if I may say, if that's how it's called, Petals for Armor. So she's still in Paramore, but she did her own stint um, called Petals for Armor. And the song is called Why We Ever. And it's a little bit of a melancholy melancholy song, a little bit sad. Um, she has been going through depressive episodes 
in the past couple of years. Why is both our songs on depression and everything? I love fun songs, but this is quite, it hit me Mm -hmm. in 2020. So that's my favorite song. And of course, I love Haley Williams forever and ever. So yeah, Janine's whole whole character, I think, was really inspired by Haley Williams. Very much so. My colored hair, my love for singing. Your rock star persona. Do I have a rock star persona? When I look at you, I'm like, this girl's definitely a, a lead singer yeah. in uh Maybe because of indie my band. Screen. Maybe. Yeah, perhaps. 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 Yeah, but I love her. I really love her. And thank you to Spotify because I had to go back to my wrapped to check what is my number one song. And it seems like I raped the play button on the song. So <laughs> <laughs> this is my top one song. <laughs> It's on three peat. It is. Keep it going. Okay. Best artist. Haley Williams? No, no. I have someone else actually. According Beyonce? to Spotify. No, you first. No, it says you first, man. Best artist. Oh, Jimmy yeah, first. true. <laughs> I'm following the rules. <laughs> I, I wrote them. <laughs> Best artist for me is Anderson Pack. Who? Anderson Pack. Isn't he a director? No. Wes Anderson. That's Wes Anderson. So Anderson Pack is an American artist and his style is hmm, R&B mixed with blues, mixed with jazz, mixed with hip hop. Such a unique tone. And I was looking at his profile earlier. I didn't I, I thought he was just pure black. He's actually part Korean. Huh. Maybe that's why Pack. Maybe it's Park. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Mm. I haven't researched that much, but I discovered him early, no, in 2019. And in 2020, I just like kept on playing all of his songs, like almost his full album. It's really, really, really Mm. good. Yeah. So Anderson Pack is my best artist for 2020. Very cool. We have very cool music taste, I would say. Like, I don't, I'm that type of person who I don't stick to one genre of music. Same, same. I love going from old music from, like, the Beatles, Janis Joplin, to new pop music with new and upcoming artists, like, I don't know, Justin Bieber. Mm. Is he new and upcoming? I don't know. He's not new and upcoming, but... He's matured in his his singing, which I really love. I have no problem saying that I like Justin Bieber. In his song that just came out, what is it? Holy? With um, Chance the Rapper? Come on. That was really good. And the music video, guys, so good. Yeah. So I've always loved Justin Bieber since he put out Baby and One Time. No, Baby, at that time, I didn't like him. I've even seen Justin Bieber in concert. I love Justin Bieber, to be honest. And you said you bought a t-shirt, a merch from him. And it says, my mama don't love you. My, my mama don't like you. And it says, uh, purpose tour in the front. Nice. Because I love JD. We have, we have um, a Justin Bieber fan here. Always. Hardcore. Purpose album is really good. Purpose Is yeah. it an album or a tour? Whatever. It's a tour. His music from that time was really good. Yeah. But Baby, no. He's had some hitters. No, I loved Baby. Especially with Ludacris dropping in a verse. You know he's going to make Luda. it. Luda. <laughs> GTP. <laughs> What is that? That's how he gets into the song. You know the rappers when they have like a saying? Yeah. Like Mr. Worldwide and then Pitbull comes in from nowhere. <laughs> Another one. 
DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. By the way, I don't understand why he's called DJ Khaled because it's really Khaled, okay? In Obviously, Ar- he's in America because he—he's is- not performing in the Gulf. He's not—he's not Arab. <laughs> Got the Arab money. Arab money, like come on, it's Arab. Iraq, Iran. <laughs> Arab and Khalid, okay. It's also funny when Muhammad goes to Mo. They they shorten yeah. themselves to Mo. Mo, <laughs> Mo, to make it like a little bit more Americanized. Yeah, more, yeah. but yeah. Uh, my my favorite artist, if yeah. I may say, is uh, Soyet. He sings Forty One. No. <laughs> 41, 42, 43, 44. I think it's Soi Tiet. Soi I don't know. It's Vietnamese. Yeah. I think it's Soi Tiet. Soi Tiet. Then, yeah. then it's him. He just sings the 41 song. Because it, it really Guys. helped me go back to my roots and understand numbers. When he showed me a video of Soi Tiet, or however you pronounce it, my hand was just like on my face. And I'm like, what is this? It's on her face because she's singing it below. Like, no. <laughs> 41, but 42. he became really famous. Like Justin Bieber made a cover of his song. Yeah. Who else? Like all of these like famous people made. He was. A cover of his song. He's now doing advertisements for companies, and look at he him. just blew up. He blew up from a, like a go. like a someone in the village from Vietnam. Yeah. To like now an internet international internet sensation. International. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say internet and international. I don't know how to bring it together. No, but kidding aside, he is really good. I really love him. Mm. Um, it's All Time Low. So they're a punk pop band. Mm. And everyone knows I like my punk pop. ATL. Exhibit A, Green Day. I, I don't know if they see, yeah, Green Day. He's wearing a Green Day shirt, American Idiot. My favorite album of all time. But I'm not going to talk about it. I even have a tattoo of the American Idiot cover art, the heart-shaped grenade. But uh, I knew about All Time Low, but it's, this is the year where I actually like, gave them a listen. And I realized something, that not all their songs rhyme. Like, not every line rhymes. But that's not how all songs go. I know, but I didn't realize it because I was so into the, so into the groove, into the lyrics. And only recently, like maybe two, three weeks ago, I realized, you know what? None of their songs rhyme. But that's the beauty of it. You know, like I didn't realize at all, even if I was listening to them the whole 2020. Mm. And I'm like... Wait a second. Okay. Is this what I think it is? Okay. Did I crack the case of all it's, time low? It's, it's not a it's not a mystery. difficult thing. It's not a mystery. Not all songs rhyme. I know, but you don't think of it like that. Because I'm I, I listen to hip hop as well and everything mostly rhymes, I would mm, say, except yeah. Eminem who makes orange and cherry rhyme for some reason. I don't know how he does it. Because he's the goat. He's the goat. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed All Time Low. Um, if you want a, recomm- a recommendation for a song, I would suggest listening to uh, Dear Maria, Count Me In, and, mm, I love that song. and Six Feet Under the Stars. Yeah. And uh, yeah, All Time Low, just my skater boy persona. Mixes well with Janine's Rock skater star. girl persona. <laughs> he was a boy. She Avril was a girl. Levine. Okay. Okay. And the last one is our favorite moment of 2020. Mine, mine will be relatively simple, which which I've also spoken about in the podcast was um, my experience in lockdown. Mm. Uh, I know it was a very tough year for a lot of people. I know that a lot of people suffered from the coronavirus itself. Some people lost their lives. Some people lost their jobs. Some people lost the their childhood experiences because they were locked in. Some of them lost out on school because it was everything was online. But 
but I saw the the lighter side of it because for me it was me connecting again with my family, mm. and I barely see my my siblings because by the time I come home from a day of work or if I'm doing something, they're all sleeping or my brother is out, and there'll be like few days where I don't even see my family. But this lockdown really, really brought us close together, and we we enjoyed each other's company. We had routines where. I would like cook. My sister would do something, and it's it was really nice in the house. And when you look at the streets and you see, there's not a single car in sight. The mm. only thing you can see is like police sirens going off whenever like someone is going out during the curfew or the lockdown, yeah, or without workers, a permit. Exactly, yeah. yeah, example, something like that. But for me, it was it was like it humbled me, knowing that there's a pandemic going out and we really don't take care of ourselves and our hygiene and our health and this is the government's way or the world's way of showing us like yo you need to slow down everyone mm. and and the earth was healing earth was healing the earth was healing it was actually no but i really enjoyed it because that's where i realized i spend a lot of my time commuting to work i spend a lot of time staying idle mm. when because every moment, every minute in the lockdown, I was really productive. I was doing my my meditation. I was doing my breathing. I was doing my my homework out, which I never thought I was able to do. Especially because I'm for me, I'm a guy who hates working out at home. Hmm. But I don't, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the the bonding with my family. All these old school games, like which people take for granted, like Uno or Monopoly. Yeah. Like yeah, we all brought it up. We Zoomed with our friends. We celebrated birthdays through Zoom. We had more time. Exactly. And really, for me, I know it was a really tough time for a lot of people, especially in all aspects of their lives, especially mental health. But for me, that's when I actually thrived. And I was really good with my with my mental health. And I was sleeping on time. I didn't have difficulty sleeping at, at least till the, towards the end. Yeah. That's when I did have a little bit of problem, but um, I was still following my daily routines. I was in bed by 11, wake up by 6, mm. and just taking it one day at a time. It's great. I know these some things have, that are out of our control, but I made it work. Yeah. And I'm really proud of that. Made you slow down. Yeah. Yeah. Take a step back and enjoy the ride. Stop and smell the roses, guys. That's nice. Okay, guys, that ends our <laughs> 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 okay go for mine's it mine's gonna be very short um so mine was well too personally of course launching this podcast with you crap i should have said that now it's bad <laughs> no <laughs> josh uh-huh. <laughs> it was it was i would say a dream come true to have a platform to just talk about you know things and we were just talking about this lately how cool is it that years from now we can go back and watch or listen to these episodes and it in a sense, is like a diary yeah. of what's happening in our lives. And not just our lives, like the world, what are the current you know, news and all that. So that in itself is like a big moment that happened in 2020. And I'm, I'm so proud that we're able to, to just continue mm-hmm. and push through content every single week, nonstop since we launched. Right. So that's Especially amazing. the busiest times of the year. I know. Christmas, New Year. I know. Yeah, so it's... I really enjoyed what you said. Though. Yeah. It made me realize that this is such a blessing to have this platform, to have these this not not such an expensive setup, but a setup that works for us for now. Yeah, we're we're yeah. we're very blessed to have this exactly. In our life. Yeah. And second, it's more for the world, and um, so the Black Lives Matter movement, which I think started the protest started in June, during lockdown. The George. 
George Floyd's Floyd. death. Yeah. yeah, so that's what triggered it. But, you know, before that, there were already years and years and years of oppression and a lot of things happening within the black community that people who don't live in America don't necessarily know about or they're not that aware about how bad things are. And, you know, some people may say, oh, Black Lives Matter movement. That's something that you actually don't look at in a way that only Americans are affected by it. No, it's actually the whole world. Because initially when it happened, you think of Black Lives Matter, but all lives matter. And I think that's the essence of the Black Lives Matter movement is to actually bring forth um, things that people are not aware about. Because when that started, people started understanding that people are being oppressed. Um, you start being grateful of you know the privilege that you have, of the things that you're able to do on a day-to-day basis, like just walk around without you know thinking about your safety. Will you be gunned down by you know a police or just day-to-day life that we're able to enjoy? Other people's are other people are not able to, and mm-hmm. that shed so much light to other people than, you know, your own life, especially here in the UAE where we live in a bubble, you know? And during lockdown, I must say, like, everyone, it it went from everyone starting to or learning to bake banana bread to Black Lives Matter. Yeah, to filling the streets with, like, a million people, especially during a pandemic, people just protesting because of one certain person. But that, that George Floyd death was actually... The straw that broke the camel's back because yeah. it was happening. It was happening. It was happening, but but the, like the final straw was yeah. that that certain black people were angry, super, and angry. that was like that's it. There were already small things happening. People getting gunned down by police for no apparent no reason, reason. Yeah, just because of the color of their skin, yeah. and this really shed a light and showed that you know what, this is enough. Mm. Despite this pandemic, despite what's going on, despite this whole coronavirus, we're still going to go out and march. Yeah. And we're going to show you guys and bring people to, to justice. Yeah, well. it was beautiful to see unity from different races, different backgrounds, and even people who did not look at it as a big thing. And I must admit, like myself, when I was looking at it from the beginning, I was just like, okay, this is a little bit too much, you know. And I was one of those, Black Lives Matter, but all lives matter. And the whole situation just shed so much knowledge. And so it opened my mind even more. And it's interesting to see that the black lives matter movement did not just open you know the can of worms of the black people being oppressed but there was so much more like you know armenia and what's happening in that country and you know the the femicide that was happening in 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 turkey so there were a lot of other things that were being being put to light yeah and that was the beauty of it like just the information and people understanding that something is happening Mm -hmm. and that we can help in a you know in our own small ways to big ways just just creating awareness from on social media like the blackout thursday was it when they posted just the black picture and everything yeah it's not a sort of competition but everyone is like okay black lives matter now we can speak about this we can speak about that and opened up a door of what's wrong with this world especially when everyone just has one topic to talk about which was the covid19 but like no this is x amount of things happening in the world right now and enough is enough we're gonna put all these bad people behind bars and yeah and take matters into our own hands because sometimes you can you, the only way things can get done is through yourself yeah and just sparking that conversation about the matter is 
a big thing. Mm. The curiosity of other people who are not aware of what, what are, what's happening in the world. That's huge. So thank you to the three black women who started Black Lives Matter movement. And it's still ongoing. You know, it's not like it ended after all of the protests. There's still a lot of fights that need to be fought and a lot of things that need to be pushed through. But at least it's starting. Mm-hmm. And the conversation is there. Let's see how with Joe Biden's presidency, how he tackles this kind of stuff. So Yeah. 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 Lots of love to our listeners in America. We have a lot of listeners over Actually, there. Actually, we so. do. It's the top three country of our listeners. So. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Maybe Michelle Obama's actually listening to this. I would be so honored <laughs> if she did. <laughs> um, I think that's it. That's it. We're, we're, the last one was our favorite moment. And we just wanted to tell you guys there's so much more we have in store for this year. And we're very excited. Very excited. For 2021 and all of the ideas that we've laid down. And soon enough, we're going to start introducing some more people into the podcast. Not as hosts, but people that we will interview. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not an extra host. Janine's kicking me out, guys. So... <laughs> Our survey show that I'm... <laughs> yeah, our, th- our survey show. Um, so that's it, guys. Thank you so much for listening and watching, if you're watching from YouTube. Um, if you have anything that you'd like us to know, send us a DM through our Instagram, which is Half a Nice Day Podcast. You can send us an email at half a nice day show at gmail.com. We do have... A handy advice Google form, which you can type away your sentiments, your questions, or anything that you would like to ask us anonymously if you want to. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify or listen to us in any podcast platform. And if you're watching on YouTube, please don't forget to subscribe and hit the like button. Somewhere here. I don't know what they do. Somewhere down there. Um, don't forget we release episodes every single Sunday on both Spotify and all other podcasting platforms as well as YouTube. I think that's it. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed this episode, guys. It was a light episode, I would say, until Janine brought out a pressing <laughs> subject. But it, but it was it was really good. Though. I really yeah. like this episode. I think that's important. Yeah. Yeah. Fun and of course we need to put out real information and facts. Yeah, that's how we draw you in. Oh, yeah. I love um, <laughs> Haley Williams, but Black Lives Matter, guys. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Clickbait. <laughs> so on that note, have a nice day. Oh, okay. That was more insane. That was good. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. Happy 2021. We love you guys. We love you as a friend. Like you as a friend. I messed it up. <laughs> Sorry, I'm starting to like you, really, guys. (laughs) Bye. Bye.